today we're going to look and hear what God has to say for us. God became one of us, even in our worship song just now, right? He came. He came down and became one of us. That was Jesus Christ. He came, Son of God, He lived in heaven. It was in the Father's glory. There was nothing that He lacked or had to feel, but He came down and He became just like us, just like Deborah Ko, just like Evelyn Go, just like every one of us, having to brush teeth. <laughs> right to take bath Elsa not here she don't like to take bath <laughs> it's okay right to do the things that are limited by time and space but he did it he became one of us and let's see today from the Hebrew letters and from the revelation of Emmanuel how wonderful our God is Matthew 1, 18 and 19 to 19. Let's look again, right, from the very gospel of what happened 2,000 years ago. And like what uh, Evelyn Go shared just now. It was like coming back home. And today, may that revelation not only in her heart and every one of us know that we are home. We are home with Daddy God. Even the physical home, we are not there yet. But He lives in us. He lives in the temple, which is today, not the physical one. And very prophetic also that, that uh, you will see later, uh, the, the testimony that Evelyn shared. This is the birth of Jesus Christ. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ took place. Let us all go back 2,000 years to that place. His mother Mary had promised Joseph to be his wife. But while she was still a virgin, she became pregnant with the power of the Holy Spirit. A virgin was pregnant, not by man, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. His fiance Joseph, was a righteous man, full of integrity, and he didn't want to disgrace her. But when he learned of her pregnancy, he secretly planned to break the engagement. Yeah? This is normal human behavior, right? As a man who is righteous, and he know that he didn't make his wife pregnant. <laughs> of course, in the end, God revealed to Joseph as well that this pregnancy is of God. So he wanted to break the engagement. But while he was de debating with himself about what to do, he fell asleep and had a supernatural dream. When we are in the will and purpose of God, sometimes we do not understand certain things that happen. But the wonderful thing is, God, if He has called you, He will reveal to you the decisions that he was about to make was not a godly decision. He was going to put Mary one side, right? To him, it was like, in the natural, he would be saving uh, the shame of his, this, this thing happening to his fiancée. 
but he don't know that it's the supernatural God behind everything that happens in our lives. And God spoke to him, right? Just like Elijah always fall asleep. <laughs> but he will speak to you. And he gave Joseph a supernatural dream. Okay? Old man dream dreams, young men see visions. Dreams, supernatural dreams are for everybody today. Okay? But we do not live by dreams. Alright? Because we have God's word now. Both. Alright, when God cannot get through us when no when you're not reading the Bible, <laughs> then no choice. God still loves his children. He will intercede with a dream. Okay? So he gave Joseph a supernatural dream. In that dream, an angel of the Lord appeared to him and said, Joseph, ah, we have Joseph also here, descendant of David, don't hesitate to take Mary into your home as your wife because the power of the Holy Spirit has conceived a child in her womb. This is something that is not normal, right? So sometimes God wants to do miracles in our lives, right? But we make wrong decisions <laughs> and we can actually push that miracle away. But God is so faithful. God has chosen Mary and chosen Joseph and Gave, spoke to him in a dream that this, your, his fiance was to conceive a child that was conceived by Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to name him Savior for his destined to give his life to save his people from their sins. In, in uh, Joseph's time, the Bible not yet there, but they have the Torah, so God has to talk to him in a dream. So don't every day ask God to talk to me in a dream. No shortcut. Huh? Okay, go to the word. All right, but in certain areas, God may give us dreams. I also have dreams. All right, but the main thing that God speaks to us is through the word. And he told Joseph, God told Joseph through the angel that that son who was born out of wedlock, out of human uh, way is to be a savior. Savior, to name him savior, what is the Jewish name or Hebrew word for savior? Ah, <laughs> okay, all know already. Yeshua, all right, savior. For he is destined to give his life to save his people from their sins. There is a destiny, all right, why Jesus was to be born on this earth from heaven. And why each of you here are born into this world. We also have a destiny. Deborah Cole has a destiny. You know what's destiny? Destiny? I can ask I ask question, then I can drink. Destiny? Destiny? The world says you have to have destiny. What's destiny? Huh? Uh, come from the, uh, there's another word that have you understand? Your destination. Yeah, it is about a path. What is that path that we are going to take? The path that Jesus was going to take, the road that he was going to take in this life, including, of course, his purpose, was to save his people from their sins, right? So when you were born, 
You have a purpose, Deborah. You're not born by accident. <laughs> yeah? God arranged it all already at every person's birth. Right? The Bible says we, He called us before even in a mother's womb. Right? For a destiny. There is a destination. We are not to walk blindly in this world, get up, cook, eat breakfast, then eat lunch, then eat dinner, go sleep, next day get up again. <laughs> Is this going to be your life? No, there is a destination, a purpose, a road to take, a journey to walk with God. Alright? Because we were born from Him, created by Him. So important. If you don't know this destination, you go round and round. Those who can drive, you don't know where you are heading, waste a lot of petrol until no petrol, <laughs> and then got stuck somewhere on the highway. Right? You need to know destination. That's why GPS is for. That's why where you go, you must know. Did you know you're coming to Malaysia, Deborah? Yeah, from Singapore. You took a bus, you just go rounding. No, you know where you're going. You paid the ticket for Kuala Lumpur. Yeah, and you arrive here safely, right? Yeah. So this happened to fulfill what the Lord has spoken through his prophet. Listen. So everything, just as yesterday was spoken, yeah, has its fulfillment of prophecy. Our God is not like, will be taken by surprise. <gasps> oh, what happened to Deborah? <laughs> she got water baptized. Oh, I didn't know about it, angel. You didn't tell me. No, God is not blur blur. God knows every person's plan, has a plan for every person in this life. right? And they also have a choice. Before you receive the Lord, you were given a choice. Rachel was given a choice. That's why last night was a beautiful night. All those who have not yet received the Lord got an opportunity to hear Jesus, the gospel, the good news. But then God won't force anyone to receive him. Everyone have a choice. And after receiving him, God still don't force us to follow him. We still have a choice because that is how God created us. Yeah? A virgin shall be pregnant. Any Virgin Mary? No more. Huh? It's only one time. <laughs> His name, Emmanuel. And today we're going to find out a little bit more what is Emmanuel, which means in the TPT translation, God became one of us. All right? Sometimes, yes, God with us means He became one of us and He lived inside us. Okay. Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. For those of you who have learned a little bit on the alphabets, which is not fully exhaustive yet, when we go into the Hebrew letters, it has more meaning. Right? To many who, who don't understand uh, the Hebrew uh, language, it may be quite meaningless. Okay, Emmanuel. All right? So, uh, with the Hebrew letters of this one? Ayin? Mem? Nun? Nun? This one? Aval. Aleph? Lamet. So, you recognize Aleph and Lamet? What is that? L. Yeah, L it stands for God, the ox, the strong one. The first one, the strong, and then Lamet with authority. Okay? So L is in 
Yeshua's name, right? The son, because he's to be called Emmanuel. That means he is God, right? And it is God with us. Okay, let's look a little bit more at the other two. Im, Ayim and Mem. Im, Emmanuel, right? It comes from the, it means with, comes from the another Hebrew word, Amam, which is dark, to grow dark or to huddle together, to overshadow. So God is with, when we think of the word with, we will see two people walking side by side. Then we say, oh, I'm walking with you. But in the Hebrew, it means that God is overshadowing us. Right? We are under His shadow. You, you know what's shadow? Yeah, some children like to play with shadow, right? <laughs> shadow, shadow, and they come direct no more. Right? Shadow means you're under totally his coverage. Okay? <clears throat> when you abide, let's look at Psalms 91. Psalms 91, a familiar psalm, especially during the pandemic, <laughs> when everyone is scared, all go to Psalms 91. But not understanding El Shaddai. And what is God Most High in Hebrew? Huh? Yeah, be confident. <laughs> okay? Be confident. Don't scared. Alright? We need to be confident to know who our God is. I was thinking yesterday when we were preaching to a lot of uh, people who haven't received a lot. And talking about the, the Jews and all that. Yeah, I believe they, business people, they know. All their motivation come from there. The richest people on the earth come from there. Israel, from the Jewish people. They just don't know. Today, sad to say, that Christians, God also came from there. <laughs> if they were to know that the Christian God, right, is the same God of the Jews, they will receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Because the world acknowledge that the Jewish people are very powerful people and they boast about their God. They have a heritage of a mighty God, right? But the sad to say, today Christian church has become coffee and cakes, <laughs> right? No more power, no more strength, no more confidence and all just playing church, go church, fellowship, coffee, eat, go back home, miserable. So what? Not, not successful, no, no, nothing. Failures, feel condemned, feel not good enough. And the Jews don't feel like that. That's why all this teaching is to help us understand you, new creation, have the same God as the Jews. And all that we learn, the Jewish people, they know who their God is. The shadow of El Shaddai. The Shaddai is who? Forgot already? <laughs> huh? Almighty, Almighty, El, God Almighty, Shaddai, Shad, the Almighty T. That means He is self sufficient, right? For a physical mother here, after a few months, you'll run out of milk after giving birth, correct? But God doesn't run out of milk. That's why He's called Almighty T the almighty breath, right? Where his, he is sufficient in himself. He don't have to replenish, drink calcium or whatever to, to make the milk flow, okay? 
He is self-sufficient. That is almighty, El Shaddai. And he's continually able to supply, all right, the nourishment that we need. After supply ready, there will be more because that is who he is. He's able to replenish himself. That's why he don't depend on you or me for his existence. For us, we depend on him for our existence. We are not meant to depend on man or woman. We depend on him because he is our source and he will never run out. Any man or woman here will run out of supply, right? <laughs> yeah, if you don't, you know, there will be a place that I cannot give to you anymore for as a human being. But for God, never. Because he's El Shaddai, the almighty, self-sufficient God. You are hidden when we have under this shadow, Emmanuel, because God, Jesus came and lived with us. We, we meaning we are under the shadow of God, of Almighty, the self-sufficient one. We don't, don't need to help God. <laughs> Tithing is not to donate to the church that is so pitiful. <laughs> Tithing is what belongs to Jesus, belongs to God. Yeah, from this earth, because here you have, remember the last few weeks I shared about God Most High is El Elyon. And what do you understand by El Elyon? When God gave this revelation to Abraham of He is El Elyon, what was the two words that followed El Elyon? Huh? <laughs> Who is God? El Elyon, El Elyon, he was coming back from the battle and then God stopped through Melchizedek, all right, which represent Christ today. Before that, after he tied, then he said, I'm your exceedingly regard on your shield. But before that, God most high, comma, two words, three words, possessor of heaven and earth. Oh, yo, if you forget this, this is the most important part, right? We can, you know, that's why we are still thinking of ourselves. That he is to protect us. He, no, don't be afraid. So, Satan, the devil, has made mad his children, right? Look in within themselves, fearful, scared, right? And so, whenever we look to God, we say, He is my protector, He is my shield, he's, everything is about He to me. But we haven't seen who He is. Who He is. He is El Elyon, the Most High. That means the highest among all other powers or gods. And he possess heaven and earth. If you cannot see that, on and off you'll feel fearful. On and off you have to cry to God and you like you know meditate out of fear, right? But when you see that, it's just like when you see your father is the super rich man of this earth. You don't scared, right? To spend, you don't scared. Right? There's no more fear. But the thing is, we don't have such a father. That's why a lot of people are still in fear of lack, right? 
Alright, Deborah, if your father is who is the richest man? <coughs> I don't know their names. Uh, I think uh, already over 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 uh, yeah. But it doesn't really bother because Jesus said if you have the if you gain the whole world, you lose your own soul. See? But if you have someone like that so rich, ah, you scared or not? you're not scared but then in the spiritual we haven't caught that revelation yet even how many times it is brought up that he possessed heaven and earth we still didn't catch that we still only catch the part huh uh, two or three or whatever <laughs> possessor okay you go and count but the main two words are possessor all right he owns possessor means he owns wow do you have a daddy who owns heaven and earth nobody has it we haven't caught that revelation yeah yes huh okay sorry my dear <laughs> okay well madeline good possessor of heaven that means the owner he is the owner he owns all heaven all the gold all the streets of heaven everything and he owns earth can you see that when we meditate until this go deep inside our spirit that's why we know we are rich in christ because this possessor of el elion right has become your father because of jesus christ if not, he was just the God of the Jews. He had covenant with them. He chose them. So he told them and they will never lack if they follow certain laws. All right? Certain things they do. Although tithing was never under the law. Right? Because Abraham tithed before the law came through Moses. Tithing is not to the pitiful church. <laughs> the glorious church do not need the money of the people. If they understand who their God is, possessor of heaven and earth, and the people are to be taught properly that when you tithe, you tithe to Jesus Christ, Melchizedek, up in heaven. But because he's in heaven, heaven don't need our physical paper, <laughs> paper money, right? We tithe <clears throat> to his body on this earth, to that storehouse, to the church where his word is being taught. Right? That is spiritual food where you are eating spiritual food. Okay? So this always remember. Sometimes you can bring up Malachi 3, 4, uh, 10, 10, 3, uh, 3, 10, but better if it's Hebrews, all right? Where we tied to Jesus, all right? Not to <clears throat> a building. That's why children are taught today, right? The honoring God is tithing that money. That God gave us. Thank you. All right. Because he is possessor of heaven and earth. Uh, meditate on that every day until you get it. That you, you will be able to say, you won't be saying, I, I got no more money to do. I'm so poor. If you have a rich father, will you say that your father will slap you? <laughs> I got so much money and you say you are poor. You are my daughter. All right. Yes, in the spiritual, we call him Daddy God. We don't realize our Daddy God is super duper, duper, duper rich because he owns 
all the uh, big corporations in this world. He owned all the wealth of this world. And if that can sink into our spirit, how God told Abraham, that's why God was able to make Abraham rich, was able to, able to bless Abraham because God opened Abraham's eyes to see that his God is possessor of heaven and earth. And how does he, he get to see it? He had to look at the stars every day. He had to change his name. <laughs> One of the things, right? To call forth. Ah, he's you got a new name, right? Same like mine now. <laughs> Powerful, okay? Don't forget that, Deborah. All right, the word of God. So he had to change his name because calling forth things, our God is the one who calls forth things that are not as though they were. Because of sin, we came into this physical world and lost the revelation of who our daddy God is. Yeah? Go to church, never learn anything. What for? <laughs> right? Okay, but God does not, his, He is coming back. Jesus is coming back to a glorious church, to a glorious people, His sons and daughters. Magdalene, Evelyn, Ruth, Re Rebecca, Hannah, Deborah, Cole, Abigail. <laughs> she helped me with it. And uh, Elijah, all right, are going to be so glorious. No one will see us in our before but you will see our after, just like Deborah came out from the water, the after, right? The glorious church, we're representing sons and daughters of the living God, sons and daughters who have that revelation that their God is El Elyon, possessor of heaven and earth. Their God is El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one. And not only their God, because of Jesus Christ, their Papa. Papa. It will change the way we talk. It will change the way we behave. That revelation will change the way we live in this world. We will no longer think that we are so poor. We got nobody. We got no hope. We, you know, we are so miserable. <laughs> if you have that kind of backup, <laughs> you walk like the king, <laughs> the princess that you are, right or not? Yes, that's why Jesus walked on this earth without fear. Because he knew his father in heaven, possessed heaven, possessed the angels, have the authority, have the resources, right? When he needed, he just tell the disciples, go to the fish, and the fish will spit out that gold coin to pay the taxes. And here we cannot sleep, we cannot eat, <laughs> because we worry how to pay this, how to pay that. Because we don't have the revelation of Elion. So again, El Elion, who is he? The possessor of heaven and earth. Yeah. Who is your father? <laughs> yeah, El Shaddai. So many more, right? We're going to learn more and more of who your daddy God is because that was the God of the Jews. And today, because of the grace of God, through Jesus Christ coming to die for us, we also have God of the Jews, El Elyon, El Shaddai, El Roy, so many more. Right? Jehovah, Yudhe, Bafe as our personal God. We don't have to be scared anymore of losing money, of losing people. You stand tall. You stand like Deborah stand. Wow, one leg there. <laughs> yeah, stand firm, stand strong. Right? Because you think the Jews are confident people, especially at that time? They're confident, why? 
because they have God, we also have God, eh? Mm. They, <laughs> okay, they got backup. <laughs> they know who their God is. They know who they are trusting in. They know who is with them, who has promised to never leave them, to prosper them, to multiply them. So if you, Rebecca, uh, Rebecca, <laughs> yeah, always mix up with Rebecca and Deborah, one. okay, right? Both of you, if you know, know and know inside your spirit who your God is, who your daddy is, your confidence surpasses all the people in this world. The confidence of who their physical daddy is, who their, what their job is. Amen? This is again and again, right? Have to be realized in our life for us to be walking on this earth as sons and daughters. And then the next time you catch yourself, it's not about, hey, don't say I'm poor. No, it's not about that. Don't say this, don't say that. Ayah, after you become very poor. No, those are all superstition. All right, but we don't have superstition. We have the real father. So, right, so when we catch ourselves saying something out of fear, just realize, why am I saying that I don't have enough? Because my father is El Elyon, possessor. Wow. Just begin to see that, right? When you go back to Singapore, my father possessed heaven and earth. So that's why Jesus said, whatever you ask in my name. Anyone can continue? <laughs> I don't know what Jesus said. Oh dear. Okay. Even my tears come out naturally. <laughs> because you all don't know what Jesus said. Whatever you ask in my name. Huh? I will give it to you, right? I will give it to you. Sometimes we, the way we, we ask, the way we talk, it's like God doesn't want to give us like that. But Jesus said, if you ask in my name, and you believe, you receive it, you will have it. Yeah? This is your God. Right? Just that we don't know him enough. Okay? And you said Psalm 23, in the Blazing Jewels, in the TPD version, you all did the memory verse. What does it say? Last week. Is it last week? Yahweh is my best friend and my shepherd. And then the second part. In the TPT. Oh, you all just learned by heart only, right? Don't know what is it you are talking. Okay, what is the second part? If Yahweh, who is El Elyon, is your best friend, your shepherd, what is the second part? Yes. I will not like, which is in the TPT, I will always have more than enough. But then every day we, we will talk, say, I got not enough. Lah. <laughs> Aren't we talking opposite to what God's word say? Have you ever said, I don't have enough? Not right. In our everyday life, you say, not enough. Lah. Not enough. Lah. Score the children. You don't simply do this to the spend everything. Lah. I don't have enough uh, to, to take care of all your, this one. We speak it out so much. Even we learn Psalms 23, 1. <laughs> right here we say, I will always have more than enough. And then you got two points. And then we go out and then we say, Mommy, I got not enough. <laughs> 
Can you see why our lives are lived so pathetically, right? When we don't speak according to God's word. And why? Because we don't meditate enough. All right? Meditate on God's word every day until that revelation comes and your thinking, your speaking have totally changed to be in line. If you have not changed in line, that means you have not finished enough meditation. Okay, so say, oh, I know already this verse. I can quote back front. But then the next day you speak opposite one. Don't even realize it. That means it's not yet become real to you. Correct, Elijah? Elijah? <laughs> Correct. Understand? Yeah. So why we always say I don't meditate anymore? Because we have head, we in the head we can memorize it already. But it hasn't gone into our heart. If it has gone into our heart, we will be speaking normal daily conversation and saying that I always have more than enough. So not only on Sunday when I'm preaching, okay? <laughs> Every day. But it's no condemnation that we still speak opposite. But how to get to that place? Meditation and confession. Right? Keep on meditating. Right? Even uh, today, Deborah, go back, new person. Okay? But how to be strong like that? Ooh, okay? Right? When you have God's word, Deborah means the word of God, Dava. Okay? The word of God will be the one that empower you. Fill yourself, build yourself with God's word until you speak forth God's word, Dava, from your heart. And you will become that prophetess, that woman of God who will speak God's word without fear. And your life will be transformed by God's word. So it's not only for Deborah Core, it's for everyone here. Okay, because God has put that in my heart, the reality and power of God's word. And that is what I want to impart to you all, plus the Holy Spirit. Yeah? So remember, today, hope from today, you'll never forget. Our Elion means God most high, the highest above everyone, every God. He is. Oh. So, do you get anything from that? He, if he is possessor, he is your? Yeah, yes. And he is your, through Jesus Christ, he became your? Ah, so he's not a stingy papa, right? A rich and generous. Some rich people are very stingy. <laughs> okay, so we think papa can be rich, but don't want to give you money right but this one is not our earthly one earthly one not too bad lah. sometimes they okay because they are still scared also right they still have that fear unless they know jesus and know not only know jesus right know who papa is but we know through the word that he is a generous. ah he is generous so as we give when he tells us to give he will give back to us. Yes, we give. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Because your daddy is possessor of ah, richer than the king of England or whoever, right? That is a revelation. That's why men and women can go out and serve the Lord in the mission field, all that, without a single physical dollar in their pocket. Because they know their God who called them to go out is El Elyon, possessor of heaven. They are richer than the one who has thousands of dollars in the bank account. Because at any time they say, Lord, I need money to take buy the ticket. He will send some money from somewhere. This is uh, our papa. Okay, Elijah. <laughs> right? So it's not, if not, uh, every time we learn, 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 and then we forget. It will all just go into the head. 
but God is raising up today. All right. Anyone who would want to, to follow him, okay, a generation, a church that is so glorious, representing God on this earth. They're all your princess name is not just to look like a princess, okay? It is to know the reality of what it means by being royalty. So here, the, all the promises, some of you already know a little bit here and there of Psalms 91. When it all starts with abiding, staying under the shadow, all right? We have Emmanuel, of the Almighty God, the Almighty Teeth, and the self-sufficient one. If he is self-sufficient, remember this, he don't need you. Sometimes we think we are doing God a favor. <laughs> he need me, huh? oh, he need my money. If I, if I don't support this church, uh, I, uh, God's church uh, sure bankrupt one. That's what we think of ourselves so big and so great. We don't realize God don't need our money. God don't need us to even serve him. It is a privilege he gave to us to serve him. Yeah, an honor. And one day he prepared a reward that no one can give you from this earth. Yeah? So we, he don't need us, okay? We need to get it straight. Otherwise, we think we are so big. <laughs> right? And, you know, God really needs our money. But God us, gave us the privilege and honor to serve him with our time, energies, with our finances. It's because he wants to pour out even more into our lives. Yeah? So the strength, you are hidden in the strength of God most high. So again here, the ox, the strength. We need strength to do things. <laughs> yeah, we need strength, right? One very important thing is strength. That's why Aleph, the first number, Aleph of God, is representing God as strength. The ox, the ox is able to carry you, whatever problems you have. We go see doctor. We go, nothing wrong with all that. We go see someone, you know, to help us. Nothing wrong with that also. But then he wants to tell you, I am your strength. All right, Deborah, if ever you have some problem, go to him first. Yes, talk to him. He is your strength. He will give you strength. He will give you whatever you ask for according to his will. Okay, we will go through a little bit of these Psalms, as knowing him as El Shaddai, living under his shadow as Emmanuel, right? Emmanuel means God as our shadow. The, these things will become our part of our life, part of your life, right? He is the hope that holds me and the stronghold to shelter me, the only God for me and my great confidence. Can you see that? Only you have to see number one first. I mean, verse one first. If you don't see verse one, all this will be today sounds very good, tomorrow forgot already. <laughs> all right. If you see number one, the verse one, where you abide in the shadow of El Shaddai and have the strength of El Elyon, then the, all this will have meaning because it's where you are staying, right? Where you are living, where is your home? Who is your father? Who is your mother that give you all this, right? A stronghold to shelter. If your mother, father got no money on this physical earth, then if you live in a hut, the rain come, the whole hut, the roof drop down. Yeah, who is your parent? Who is your mother? So physically, now we are talking about spiritually, which is even more, more real than the natural. So he is the one, the hope that holds you. Okay? You will have a hope for your future. 
He is the stronghold to shelter you. Even the wind came, the thunderstorm, pa uh, pandemic, whatever, you are safe and secure in the El Shaddai. Whatever happens to you in your office, wherever, He is your stronghold to protect you. Shelter is like a protection. And the psalmist say, who is King David? The only God for me. The only God means the only superpower. Not uh, Superman, <laughs> Wonder Woman, or this, wow, this person, very powerful. Uh, I want to listen to what he say. Uh. No. We listen to powerful people, right? We admire them. But God, for, for King David, when God is the El Shaddai, he's the most powerful. We no longer admire people. We can learn a bit from them, that's fine. But if they teach you things that are in their own ability, throw it out. Because today we have Jesus as the tree of life. He is your life. Aleph is your God. El Shaddai is your God. Not your boss or whoever. Right? Not even husband or wife or mother or father. We love them. We respect them. They are not your God. God speaks of something different. El. El means full strength of an ox that can carry you no matter what. Authority. Full authority over heaven and earth, over the laws of nature. Does your boss have that? Ha! Ah, does your husband or wife have that? <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying don't love them. We need to see properly, okay? And have the understanding. And then, He is your only God. And when we choose Him as our only God, Deborah, wow, He is for you. He will help you. She, he will help you live your life for him and my great confidence yeah who is backing you up is your confidence right when you you have a family behind that is poor that has no education that's where all these children come from that have no confidence when they go to school then parent the teachers will say uh your child don't have confidence and it's because of their background and so forth not to blame the parents, nothing to do with the parents' fault. Because if you, you want to blame them, you go blame Adam. Ah. <laughs> He's a great, 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 great grandfather. All right? But he sinned. He sinned. And one of the results of sin is fear, lack of confidence. You no longer have confidence. So men built their own self to get confidence. And that's called self-confidence. Clever girl. Self-confidence. But we don't want self-confidence. We want confidence in El Shaddai, in God, in El Elyon. That's what King David, uh, David, when he met Goliath, the big giant, so some giant can come to you, Deborah, and say, oh, give up, you know, why, who asked you to get baptized? <laughs> right? Who asked you to preach the gospel? Then, what did David say when the giant Goliath challenged him? Oh, now he knows. You uncircumcised Philistine. Uncircumcised means they don't have covenant. Right? But he's very confident, right? Can you imagine you face an enemy so big and you've got no confidence? Uh, can you spare me? I'm a, just a shepherd boy. I'm trying to kill you. So don't frighten me some more. Right? So he had confidence. Right? Faith in him brings forth confidence. We have confidence as bold as the lion of Judah. He's a lion. David, small boy. Smaller than a little girl there. Right? Maybe, right? Not, I'm sure he don't have 
I'm sure he had muscles because he fought with the, the bear and all that. But he was small compared to the giant. And all the giant did to intimidate him was with words and the outside, the picture. But why David was confident? He had the inside big one. That one looked outside strong only. Actually, not everything looked outside strong is strong, right? <laughs> the inside, the most powerful weapon, the nuclear bomb, the atomic, is, is a small one only. No need a big, big rock to kill people. David was powerful inside. He was a lion inside. Even Goliath cannot come against Jehovah God inside him. So, who is the Holy Spirit inside you? Bible says very clearly, the Spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives inside us. Ruach Elohim, God's Spirit. When we begin to see, even as we learn the Hebrew letters, for what purpose? It's not to, wow, I know Hebrew, oh? <laughs> no, it's for us to know the author of the Hebrew language. God Almighty. Right? To know him such that he is so big inside you. That's why we put God's word inside by meditation and confession. Right? God's word is spirit life. And when you have God's word, you are not scared of the devil, of his lies anymore. Then you have great confidence. Okay? Remember, physically, if your daddy owned the whole Singapore, are you very confident, right? You go everywhere to the lift and to the hotel. Uh, they stop you because you didn't wear properly. How is, why you dare to stop me? You know who my father is or not? Uh, isn't that how we talk? We get confidence from whoever is backing us. Correct? And now our confidence is from God. That's why I develop that relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm not here to give you religion. I'm here to help you to know who your God is. Yeah, and build that walk with him so that you live in this world with great confidence. He will rescue you from the hidden trap of the enemy and he will protect you from false accusation and any deadly curse. These are all super powerful. You're scared of people falsely accuse us. We quickly defend ourselves already. Oh, not like that one. If anybody point out something, we quickly defend. Because you are so scared of being falsely accused. That is a sign of no confidence. Of course, if we are wrong, <laughs> then we need to apologize. Sorry, right? But we are so scared. Why? It all stems from inferiority complex. And that is what righteousness is. Sin causes people to feel inferior. And in order to act superior, <laughs> they act pretend to be somebody they are not and that bring forth even more and more condemnation right they go more and more into that shell all right of fear of people of fear what people think of them and jesus christ came to save the world from this this is the result of sin your savior why we need a savior you're okay ma? and no you didn't drown ma? the savior is in your spiritual realm all right that you we need to be saved from sin from the accusation of the devil that you are not good enough right that god is not good enough for you you are not good enough for god and so forth so forth right how can we confess god's word that we are good you are good enough in romans 8 14 and 15 and then after that we speak out i'm not good enough 
<laughs> so, remember our words are very important. So, when we have that confidence in El Shaddai as our God and El Elyon, we won't be able to won't worry about false accusation. All right, this is about false accusation and people saying something about you that is not true. That who will be the vindicator, your protector? God. <laughs> okay, God or Holy Spirit. And you will stand back and watch how God vindicate you. All right, and this is something that I have so wonderfully experienced in my life. But can you imagine when you first canada or get the false accusation? You really want to cry, want to die, that kind of thing, right? But when God vindicate you, the time period is His, right? It's also a testing of our faith and trust in Him. So whether it's one year, one month, ten years, what someone falsely accuses it. Deborah stole 1,000 from the father. It's not true. Then we fight and say, oh, no, no need to fight. God will vindicate you. The true thief will, come, will be exposed, right? Because we trust in Jehovah, right? In God. No deadly curse. Protection. You remember El Shaddai? He will protect you. He's the Almighty One. Okay? If people put curse on you, you also not scared. Why you want to scared? Greater is he who is in me than he in the world. Where is that verse? First John 4 4. First, yeah, first John 4 4. Who is greater? David knew that his God is greater. I like to challenge you all. Do you all know? <laughs> Your God is greater than the devil, than all those lies, than all those people who accuse you. Meditate, huh? Okay. His massive arms. There, that's why the ox, when you see God as big and strong, don't just sing the song, my God is so big. And then you go back home and say, my God, charm la, charm la. <laughs> Only in the, in the church, my God is so big, so strong and so mighty. There's nothing my God cannot do. And then go home, I don't know what to do. God, where are you? <laughs> Terrible, right? Yeah, God wants you to know, right, really that He is big. His arms are massive and they are wrapped around you, Deborah, to protect you against gangsters, against devil, against anyone who will come against you. For the word of God says, He comes, the devil comes against you one way, He has to flee seven ways. Can you imagine, just see, see, lah, somebody attack you, okay, we're not fighting flesh and blood, and then suddenly you don't respond, all right, you don't. Uh, score them, you don't hate them, you just commit them to the Lord, and then you see in their life, they'll be running here, running there. Seven ways they have to flee. Flee from you, flee from God, right? Protecting you. You can run under His covering of majesty and hide there. Hide in Him, not hide behind the tree. <laughs> not hide behind your wife. Oh, <laughs> I didn't plan that, okay? Alright, hide in God. Okay, hide in God. Don't hide behind man or woman or whatever, your boss or your money, right? Hide in God, right? Under the shadow of Almighty. His arms of faithfulness are a shield keeping you from harm. So what does that mean? That means that He is faithful. What is faithful? 
loyal. Yeah, he will not forsake you. He will not leave you alone. Even the Bible says in it says that even if we are faithless, he remains faithful. Faithful, he will always be there for you. Even when we fail him, when we do the wrong things, when we say the wrong things, when we make wrong decisions, he is still faithful. He's still there with you, helping you to come back, helping you to come back home. <laughs> like, okay, let's see that. He'll keep you from harm. You will never worry about an attack of demonic forces at night or have a, to fear a spirit of darkness coming against you. Okay? Uh, th those are... Those who have experience in the spirit realm sometimes, demonic forces, oppression and all that. God says that when we have El Shaddai, when we are living under this shadow, okay, God is with us, Emmanuel. Jesus is with the Holy Spirit. You don't need to worry about all this. Because Jesus already? Yeah. He, the devil with all his lies already dethroned. His kingdom, his throne is where? Hell. Yeah. <laughs> hell. Why you won't go listen to him for what? He only owns hell. God, possessor of heaven and earth. Okay. Don't fear a thing. Whether by night or by day, demonic danger will not trouble you, nor will the powers of evil be launched against you. This one is like, how many times he tell us? <laughs> Don't fear. And then we fear. We fear the virus come to us, the spirit jump to us, and all kinds of fear. Right? But then we fear got no money. We fear got lack. We fear how how uh, my children next time, how uh, everything, every day we live in fear. Fear, oh, after your husband run away. <laughs> You're not scared, huh? Oh, your wife run away. Oh, wow, both of you are not scared, very secure and confident. Okay, but these are the normal things in life that people fear. All the fears come from what? Not having, not abiding under the shadow of Almighty. When you abide under the shadow, you fear nothing. Alright, you don't fear losing anything because He's always more than enough. Okay, so better by night or day. Nothing can be launched against you without his permission. Why sometimes things happen to us, it's not because God don't care. It's not because we allow fear to come in. Right? So every day we grow. And how does fear come? By hearing. We hear all the bad news. We hear all the gossip. We hear and watch all the sentimental movies. <laughs> Emotional one. Then we begin to, you know, uh, last time, uh, mother, father, uh, all like to see all these. Uh, they don't want, you know, and then why they scold you? Because they identify themselves with the show. Oh, the, the son-in-law, uh, very bad one. So, uh, betrayed the, the wife and then, you know. Uh, so, after that, their real son-in-law, they also be, talk to them like that. Uh, why you do like that? Or they think their husband also will go for other women because in the drama, <laughs> whether Korean or Chinese or Taiwan, right? Their husband had other wife, so or mistress. So they suddenly suspect their husband. <laughs> Actually, nothing. What? All the fear coming from all they are seeing and hearing too much drama. <laughs> then they become drama queen. Nothing happened when the husband didn't do anything, the wife didn't do anything, but they go back and ask coding. Why? Because they just finished one episode <laughs> where the husband betrayed the wife. All this come from the world, all the fears. But if we were to meditate more on God's word, yeah, then we won't behave like that. 
right? Because your confidence is God. God said that you don't have to fear anything. As your trust in God, just follow Him, He will lead you. Even in time of disaster, with thousands and thousands being killed, you will remain unscarfed and unharmed. Isn't this His promise for us? Yeah, even thousands and thousands were killed by COVID, the virus, we all remain unharmed. We are still here today, still strong. Yeah, that's God's protection. You will be a spectator as the wicked perish in judgment for they will be paid back for what they have done. That's why we look into the world, what's happening to them. We just, it's sad. That's why we go and preach the gospel and save them, right? Even though they may look like they are stubborn, they are, the wicked will perish. God said already, it's appointed unto man once to die in Hebrews and after that, the... <laughs> I like you have to fill in the blanks because everybody will look at me blank. Instead of filling in the blanks, they look blank. Okay? It is appointed unto man once to die. After die is what? Man, man in general. Without, without Jesus. Without Jesus. After death is what? <laughs> well, what is hell speak of? Judgment. Yeah, right? Because the wages of sin is death. It's a judgment. What you earn, right? The wages. So, it's in Hebrews. It is appointed to man once to die. That means every man that is man or woman on this planet will have to die. Will have to die. As I said, who can escape? No one. Okay? And then after that, without Jesus Christ as their Lord and they will have to face judgment. Yes, that's why there is a great white throne judgment. Alright, when the this finished already, six years, Jesus come a great white throne judgment where everyone who have died earlier and who still here but don't receive Jesus will stand before this great white throne of judgment. Don't worry, you won't be there, Deborah. You will go into the other place for rewards. Right? The beta seat judgment. That one is for what you have done for the Lord in the Spirit, right? Then, but for those who died without the Lord, they will have to face the Lord. And God, they can argue whatever. But God has already done all that He... How did last, yesterday I shared what? John 3.16 in the TPT. This is how God loved us. He gave His only Son, Right? to die for us, that whoever would believe in Him will not perish, will not go through the judgment, but have everlasting life. And you, whoever you are, has rejected that. Therefore, you will be judged fairly and justly because I, God provided the way for you not to be judged and you rejected that way. Understand? Okay, so we will see that judgment, but it will not come to us. When we live our lives within the shadow of God Most High, our secret hiding place, we will always be shielded from harm. How then could evil prevail against us or disease infect us? Yeah, how can, if we are under this shadow, God with us, Emmanuel, El Shaddai, of God Most High, now everyone know who is God Most High? When you see the translation, God Most High, it means what? Yes, and then? <laughs> Not two words. Okay, how many words is that? 
Okay, oh, five, grace. Okay, possessor of heaven and earth. All everyone say, God, Elion, possessor of heaven and earth is my daddy, God. Say, <laughs> God, Elion, God, El Elion, God, El Elion, come out from your mouth, declare it, declare it, yeah. Possessor of heaven and earth is my daddy God through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen. Yes? Yeah. Praise the Lord. And then he said, we are shielded from harm. No evil can come near you. Disease cannot affect, infect you. It try to come to you. can rebuke it. Say, get out disease. All right? Die in Jesus' name. I like to curse the virus and tell them, virus die in Jesus' name. Yeah, because virus is alive, right? Yeah, die or curse it, uh? die. It cannot come into my body. It cannot live inside my body. My body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. God sent angels with special orders. Wow, to protect you wherever you go, defending you from all harm when you abide under that shadow. You got special agent 007 is always with you. <laughs> you have 001 until 00, 01 until 022. Just last day, yesterday, we had different numbers, right? Birds are protecting us. Special agents, special orders, angels are there, okay, to protect us wherever we go. You got 00 what with you? <laughs> Which is your favorite letter? That is the special agent God sent for you, right? Mm. Gimel, 003, <laughs> 007 is what? <laughs> After a while? Head, yeah. Alright, a new life. Alright, angels are here to renew, help us renew our mind and protect us. If you walk into a trap, mm, see some naughty people out there in the office or wherever, they will put a trap for you or the devil using them. They'll be there for you. Your 007 to 00, 001 to 022 are there for you. All these angels will keep you from stumbling. You will even walk unharmed among the fiercest powers of darkness, trampling every one of them under our feet. That's what Jesus said, right? When you go out into the world, you will trample serpents. Yeah, but now you see the devil, we all run. <laughs> I always remember when once doing deliverance, these people wanted to do deliverance. They wear X-Men, you know, <laughs> T-shirt. Oh, they excited. Never do before this particular guy. And then he wear X-Men. Go there. He saw the girl screaming under the table. Oh, I love women. Women are not scared. The men are scared. <laughs> so go inside. No more X-Men. Disappeared from the scene. Don't know which room he entered into. Because the, the lady, the girl was manifesting violently. And two brave girls were holding her. The man... Don't know where they went. <laughs> so it don't become like that. Huh? <laughs> ah, so you see, we don't have to be afraid when we become to know who our God is. All right? And the promises, meditate. For here is what the Lord has spoken to me because you love me, delighted in me, be loyal to my name. I will greatly protect you. God will protect us. I will answer your cry from every time you pray and you will feel my presence in your time of trouble. I will deliver you and bring you honor. God wants to honor us. God does not want to impoverish us or to make us poor. He wants to honor you. He wants you to shine. Did the children of Israel shine? Are they honored in this world? Do people look up to them? Yes. 
Because God honoured them. They love God, they've obeyed Him, and God honoured them and set them high above the nations of the earth. Deuteronomy 28. Forgot already? <laughs> what did he say? You are the head and not the tail. I will set you high above all the nations of the earth. The same God of the Jews today says the same promises to his sons and daughters because of Jesus Christ. Amen? I will set you high. He didn't say, I will set you low. Huh. But the thing is, we don't know him. Therefore, we put ourselves down. He wants to put you up. And then, because why? When you're up, people see you and say, why you are up there? Because my God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is the God of Esther. Mm, is the God of Deborah. Is the God of Rachel, of Rebecca, of Hannah, and each Evelyn Go, or the Go family, super powerful. All right, because you have God who is honoring you when we honor Him. And this is the last verse I will satisfy you with a full life, full life. All right. And with the world try to uh, define this life as got money. God, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, but our full life, right? You see what is this full life? Where with all that I do for you, He's doing for us, not we doing Him a favor. You will enjoy the fullness, overflowing one, with no stress, right? Of my self. Okay, let's look at this in a little bit Hebrew, a little bit English, because all of you can understand now. With Orek Yanmim, length of days, long life, Magdalene, long, healthy, full life, happy, satisfied, okay, not worried, not worried, like not have enough, right? Well, I satisfy. Eat until you are satisfied. That's what we get here, right? Both spiritual food and physical food. So we have our share. God also. Uh, do miracles for him so that he can cook everything and then can find his spectacles to uh, to read God's word. Okay, see how God take care of him <laughs> because you have to take care of him as well. He's our physical food chef. <laughs> okay, and I will satisfy that person and show him Yeshua, my salvation. Yeshua means Yahweh is my salvation. Right, there are joys in that salvation. There are wonderful miracles, blessings inside Yeshua. Now, this word, you can understand Emmanuel. L is God. Im is with or under the shadow of Almighty God. And then N-U, or rather Emmanuel, right? Emmanuel. So it is Nun. Nun is always speaking of uh, the new, new life. Also can be meaning us. We were the seed. A new seed that has come forth. So, and the valve immediately connect, right? Valve is and the moment there's a valve there, you don't have to in English and that that be like the moment there's a valve there, instantly heaven has touched your heart. All right, you have gone into the spiritual realm. Now, as I shared this, the Lord gave me a prophecy for BFA, and we will just read out that prophecy in. Sing, O Bet Zion, Zion, shout, O Israel. It's Zephaniah, okay? Zephaniah 3 14 to 15. Be glad and rejoice. Just now, your God, possessor of heaven and earth, 
you happy or not? <laughs> yeah, you shouting for joy everywhere. Roof will be going around. Oh, why am I scared of you? I'm not scared of you. You are poorer than me, although you have a million dollars. I am richer than you. Then say, why? Why you say roof? You're so rich. Because my father possesses heaven and earth. Wow, the fellow is so pengsan. Right? Yeah, because that is the truth. You have you say anything, he will give it to you when you need it. Shout, be glad, rejoice. That's why we are full of rejoicing. The children of Israel know how to rejoice. That's why you learn the Israel dances and song. They are rejoicing here. It's just hop up and down. It's okay. But after that, go home. They hop onto the bed and sleep. <laughs> and no more rejoice, all cry. No, continue rejoicing when you know who is your God. But Yahshalim, Yashim have taken away their judgment. See, through Jesus Christ, we don't have to face judgment anymore of punishment or death. He has already defeated the enemy. Malak is King Israel, Hashim, his name is in the midst of you. You shall not see evil anymore. Hashim has taken away your judgments. Malak eh, is in the midst of you. Oh, God likes to repeat because sometimes we never hear properly. So like I repeat the same thing. He's in the midst of thee, thou shalt not see evil. In that yom it shall be said, fear thou not. Let not thy hands hang limp. Okay? It's not, you know, pastors and preachers throughout the ages have been trying to tell the believers, rejoice. Don't put your hand here and then after that, you know, like, like no hope, no purpose in life, miserable. And then they all look at you, <laughs> miserable bunch, fall asleep and then go home, face Monday to Friday, wow, even more miserable. Okay, so This is what God says when they know who they are. But God is so good, he knows that we don't have to be miserable. Hashim, your God, is in the midst of thee. Is Gibor, he will save. He will re rejoice over you with Simka. Remember Simka? Joy, yes. Joy. Hebrew word for, one of the Hebrew words for joy. God is always rejoicing, happy. See, the devil allows us to paint a picture of God old. Beard, white color. Hair, white, like, you know. Maybe with walking stick sitting on the throne. Wrong! God is sitting on the throne rejoicing over Abigail, over Rebecca, over Deborah, Ruth, and all his beloved children. He is rejoicing with joy. He will quiet you in his ahava. Remember? The unconditional love. What is unconditional? It means he loves you even though you go to sleep. <laughs> he still loves you. Okay? Unconditional. He will joy over you with singing. I think God sings up there as well. They that mourn, I will gather for the Moet time of the feast. Wow. We're going to have our feast, Holy Spirit power feast soon. All right. There's an appointed time where God is going to pour out more and more of his joy. Who are of these to whom reproach press them? At the time, Hine, I will undo all that afflict you. At the appointed feast, an appointed time. So for the Jews, they have the second coming of Jesus. And I will save her that is lame. Jesus already came right, to heal the lame, the sick. When Jesus came, he was the Messiah. And gather her that was driven out. I will get them praise and fame in every land of shame. At that time, I will bring you 
back home. Hi, where is my Evelyn go? Went to the toilet. <laughs> this is the part. Remember there was a song, a Hebrew song. I will bring you back home. Oi. <laughs> I will bring you back home. And that time I will gather you. I will make a name for you and restore you. Tahila praise. Tahila means praise. All the people of the earth. In our English, I will bring back, I will bring you back home. I will turn back your captivity and restore your fortunes before your eyes. This is what God is saying prophetically to all of us in Beautiful Ashes. Right? From the teaching of who God is, this is the prophecy. Okay, God, you know what prophecy is? Prophecy is from God. When He speaks it, it will happen. And it's all He was speaking to the children of Israel. But He's also speaking to anyone who comes here. I will bring you back home. I will turn your captivity. So this is the home is where, where God is, His presence. And He wants everyone who gather here, whether here or in Zoom, in this ministry, to know that we are back home. We are back home with Daddy God, El Elyon, El Shaddai. Yes, Magdalene? Yeah, we are back home. And one day, when we go to heaven, it's just that physical heaven. Today, we are already home with the Lord. Because home is where daddy is, right? Yeah. What is a home if there's no daddy and no mommy, right? So here, God is our daddy. God is where home is. And a home is a place where you feel you. Love. Feel love. What did Evelyn God say just now? Yes, you belong. You belong here not because your name is in the register. There is no register here also <laughs> for beauty for ashes. You are not here because I asked you all to serve or to come. You are back home and you belong. That is a belonging. That's why God said he possesses heaven and earth. We belong to him. When, and then we will be safe, secure. I know I belong to daddy God. I'm finally in his house, in his heart, in the home that I belong. You are no longer an orphan. You are no longer an outsider outside there, every day thinking, God love me, God love me not. God love me, God love me not. <laughs> when situation look bad, you play the what? Forget me not, is it? That one, the, the taking out the petals of the roses, right? One petal, God love me. Next petal, God love me not. And then reach out, the ending one happened to be God love me not. <laughs> And then Habib is very sad. We don't need to do all this, right? Because God's word say that he loves you forever and ever. And you are back home. You belong to him. He has wonderful plans and destiny for all our lives. And this is because of Christmas Day or the day that Jesus came to be born to the cross to save us. Amen? You are finally back home. Roni, Roni, but Zion. Praise the Lord. Amen. This is our home. We belong to Him. Amen. Let's, let's uh, gather for the ministry of the Holy Spirit.